Yo, welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, Elise 5000. What up? So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the relationship you're having with yourself and why it's the most important relationship you will ever have. Yes. So, okay. You know how in church, everyone's like, you know, well, in the spiritual community or the church community, they always say you got to get right with God this and that. But what if I told you that you were God? So getting right with God meant getting right with yourself. I mean, think about it. Jesus said, ye are gods. Psalms in the Bible says, ye are gods. The Kabbalion basically says everything is all is mind. So the universe is mental. So the relationship that you're having with yourself is the relationship that you're having with God, right? You're the creator of your reality. You're the God of your reality. The universe is mental. Everything's being generated by your mind in the first place. Rene Descartes says, I think, therefore I am, which means I exist. And then Moses said, I am. Who shall I sent, say sent me? Tell them I am sent me. Who is I am? That's Moses, the God of Moses, which is Moses. <laughs> yes, that's right. God said to Moses in Exodus 3:14, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Okay, cool. Moses sent himself to the Israelites to help them. Amazing. So know thyself deathless and able to know all things, all arts, sciences, the way of every life. Become higher than the highest height and lower than the lowest depth. That's an Egyptian proverb. You see, in Egypt, knowing thyself was the highest virtue. But what I really want to talk about in this episode is why the relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have. So let me tell you a story. Story time. So I was in LA, downtown at the Ralph's, and I saw this homeless lady. And, well, she told me her name was Delora, okay? And she, I just somehow started talking to her in the milk area. And I was, you know, standing there for a really long time trying to decide which milk I wanted to get. And I was like, you know, I don't know which milk I want to get because I've been having bubble guts lately. And she was like, yeah, me too. And we just started talking. Now, why I'm talking to a homeless lady, you know, I don't judge. I just talk to people and I treat everyone the same. Like, I mean, she was clearly homeless though. I mean, she had a cart and tattered, tattered clothing. She had, I mean, but you know, we started talking and I don't know, she was giving me, I guess, advice, which I was just like, whatever. So we were talking about guys that I was dating and I was telling her that I wanted to decide on one to date seriously as I was casually dating about three, three people. And she just was like, well, whatever you do, don't date the military one. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, what? Like two of them were in the military, by the way. But she was like, yeah, well, whatever you do, don't date the military one. And I was like, okay. So fast forward a month, like a month later, I see her again, exactly a month. This time she was at the Planet Fitness in the dressing room area. <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of the homeless people would, um, you know, bathe at the Planet Fitness because it's $10 a month. So, yeah, that's that's what she was doing. And so I saw her and I was like, hey, she was like, hey, girl. 
<laughs> you know, we hugged everything. It was crazy. She was like, did you do what I said? And I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, you did you, you date the military one like I told you not to? And I was like, yes, I totally did that. And anyway, the long story short, because I won't get into it, because so very personal. She um, She's like, look at yourself. Look in the mirror. She was like, you don't even... You're not ready. She's like, you're not ready for a relationship. You don't even know yourself. She was like, you don't know God. She was like, you need to get to know yourself. You need to get to know God. She said, you need to get, you need to call on Jesus Christ. You need to, she said, the, the relationship you're having with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have. Boom. And I was just like, what? Anyway, long story short, she was right. <laughs> She was right, you know, everything she said was right, but you know, I'm not even gonna get into it. I definitely need to, it was a crazy story though. Like, I don't even wanna, you know, it's very personal, the story. It's crazy though, cause I saw her again, exactly a month later after that. And I had chosen and I wasn't happy with my choice. And she could see that and she was like, didn't I tell you blah, 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 you know, whatever. And she's, she pointed at me she said one day you gonna wish you listened to this old lady and I was like are you like a are you like a prophet or are you some sort of angel or something and she was like no I'm just an old lady that knows something <laughs> anyway the point is she told me I need to work on the relationship I'm with myself and I didn't want to listen to her because it's like she's homeless what does she know and yeah but those homeless people let me tell you something about those homeless people Some homeless people be smart and sometimes some homeless people might be like angels or not even real like I don't even know which because the stuff she told me literally everything she said about the relationship that would happen it totally happened completely happened like down to just details just she even told me a situation that would happen like she said one day well anyway I don't <laughs> it's it's really personal I maybe one day like in the next episode I'll go into details about what she said that he would do and because he did it he did every single thing that she predicted period okay so I'm like yo how she know that like she even knew about his family details <laughs> I was like how do you know anyway the point is she was good she was like a really good therapist she was like look at yourself you know look in the mirror at yourself make a change she was basically singing michael jackson man in the mirror no she wasn't singing that but i'm saying she made me look in the mirror at myself and she told me that i she it's clear that i don't know myself and that i don't have a relationship with myself and that i needed to cultivate that period she might as well be on oprah um own network have her a show ayanla would ayanla i mean <laughs> So anyway, yes, the relationship you're having with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have, period. And why? Why is this important? It's important because it's the foundation for all other relationships. So if you have a strong and stable relationship with yourself, you can be strong and stable in your relationship with others. You'll be in the best place to love them and help them grow because you're helping yourself grow and you love yourself. Boom. You know what's so funny? Everyone's like, oh, uh, you know, a lot of people say you know, you're not God and we're not God and humans aren't God and this and this. So think about this. Jesus came, right, in the Bible. You know, we got the 10 laws or whatever, the 10 laws of Moses, thou shall not kill and this and that and this and that. <clears throat> so Jesus simplified these laws. So in Matthew 22, 
36 to 40, it goes like this. Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. All is mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On the two commandments hang the law and the prophets. This is King James. Can we get a, can I get a new international? I'm going to read that one more time, but in regular, I'm going to just read the English standard version right quick. Teacher, which is a great commandment in the law. And he said unto him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So basically what I'm hearing from this is that there's two laws. Love your neighbor as yourself, which basically, and love God. Who is God though? And then who is other people? If all is mine, everybody is you. That's an even deeper concept. Literally, okay, everybody is you. You can't like love yourself without loving God. You can't love God without loving yourself and you can't love other people without loving yourself or God because we're all, all is mine and we're all God. We are all God. So we're all gods. We're all connected because we're, we exist in the matrix in the consciousness. We're all conscious, like we're all part of the all. So you're, we're children of the most high as I would say in the Bible. So or, and we also are the most high. Right? So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So how they, you know, everyone thinks that Jesus was God and also human, and that actually applies to everybody. But people will argue with me all day that that is not the case. You know, I don't know, whatever. They should probably study some tablets or actually study what Jesus said, because he actually tells you that, who you are. Um, because yeah, living in this, this matrix, you can really get tricked. Um, you, that's the whole point is they don't want you to know who you are. Satan doesn't want you to know who you are. The adversary doesn't want you to know the truth about who you are. That's the whole point. So, okay. In the garden, when Eve like disobeyed and ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, she was naked. She, her eyes were opened and she and Adam was like, oh my God, we're naked. What the what the F <laughs> we're naked. So God came consciousness came and was like, why, why are you hiding? Which is how you hide from yourself. Why are you hiding when you, when you're ashamed of yourself, you hide from yourself when you're ashamed or when you hide from God, hiding from God is the same thing as hiding from yourself. So because where is God located in your mind? God is in your mind, bro. Where, where, where is heaven located? Where is it? Cause someone please tell me heaven is a realm located in the sixth dimensional frequency of your mind. But I digress. They were hiding and, you know, God was like, why are you hiding? Eve was like, cause we're naked or whatever. And then God was like, well, who told you you're naked? Literally, who told you you were naked? And then they were like, well... And then God was like, oh, did you eat from the tree I told you not to eat from? And they were like, yeah, we ate from the tree or whatever. <laughs> and he was like, yo, I told you not to eat from that. Like now your eyes are opened and now you think you're naked. Like you think you sinned and you didn't. 
that's how I get it. Like I interpret that scripture to mean like literally God didn't tell them they were naked. They reading what somebody else said God said. So now they feel naked. They feel ashamed. They feel like they sinned. I'm a sinner. I'm ashamed. I'm going to hide. And so that's the whole point of like, man, like we hide from ourselves. We hide from God. We're ashamed because other people make you feel ashamed. Toxic people, self-righteous, Pharisee, toxic narcissists tell you that you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed. Do you know how many times I heard I should be ashamed for like dumb shit, like my whole life? Oh, you you didn't clean your room. You should be ashamed of yourself. You didn't do this. It's a very, very popular method to control people is to make them feel ashamed, literally. So, I mean, literally, why do you think Jesus was like, oh, your sins are forgiven? Like for him to heal the people, he had to tell them your sins are forgiven. Like that's how traumatized these people were by the Pharisees and the narcissists and the devil and the self-righteous religious people. They felt so ashamed of themselves. They started manifesting all these diseases. You know, they were hiding from themselves. They were hiding from God. They had to go to a priest just to connect to God. They couldn't even connect to their own selves or to God. Like they had to go to a priest. Tell me, priest, tell me what God said. Like how in the world is the priest going to tell you what God is supposed to be telling you when you're, the God is connected to you? Because that's your your mind, like all is mine. Like I'm just so baffled at this, like how people can argue with me. This makes sense to me. And the crazy thing is people don't want me to know myself. People don't want me to know who I am. And when I do know who I am, they tell me I'm not. You're not God. You, you need to get right. Like, girl, I mean, obviously I'm not your God. I'm my God, bro. Like how, why is this hard? I don't understand. We're all, co- the, we're all connected anyway. We're all one thing dude or whoever I'm arguing with like don't tell me that's because you just because you don't know yourself and you don't know God and you have to you know whatever you got to do that's what you want to do don't put that on me bro like I'm still like I'm still tripping off the person that called me a sinner I'm like bro you're a sinner I, I don't that don't I don't subscribe to those types of things like you're a sinner because you believe in that I, ha- I don't even know what that is. I'm innocent. I didn't eat from that tree. I ate from the tree of life. I, I listened to my intuition. I already know I'm, I'm who I am. So I don't need the, the, the serpent. Tr- the reason why she even ate from the tree, the bad tree, is because the serpent was like, if you eat from that tree, you'll be like God. So if the fact that she wants to be like God says that she knows she ain't God. Now, if you already know you God, you don't need that. You're like, oh, I don't need that. I already am God. So... I don't need to eat from that tree. And that's what I feel like religion does. The religion is like, I want to be like more God-like. I want to be like God. So you're eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's a trick, duh. I'm eating from the tree of life. I already know who I am. I'm eating from the tree of life. You go ahead and you eat from the, all the religious people, go ahead and you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and keep condemning yourself. Even Jesus said it. He's talking about Moses. He was like, it's not I that con- that condemned you before the Father. It is Moses from whom you put your hopes. Yes, Moses doing that. But the point is, of this episode is getting to know yourself, the relationship that you have with yourself. And I think that knowing who you are and what you are is a big part of how you get to know yourself. So check this out. Here's some Egyptian proverbs that I love, that I live by. So the kingdom of heaven is within you, and whosoever shall know himself shall find it. Know yourself, and you shall know the gods. All things are possible. Who you are is limited by who you think you are. 
Egyptian Book of the Dead. All is within yourself. Know your most inward self and look for what corresponds with it in nature. Ancient Egyptian proverb. Know the world in yourself. Never look for yourself in the world. For this would be to project your illusion. Ancient Egyptian proverbs. See, you know them. They was heavy. My ancestors, very heavy. You feel me? It's still in my DNA and I'm here. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Here's one. Man, the body is the house of God. Man, know thyself and thou shall know the gods. Know the world in yourself. Never look for yourself in the world, for this would be to project your illusion. Egyptian proverb. Know thyself, and you will know the universe and the gods. Greek temple at Delphi. The body is a house of God. Know thyself, and you are going to know the gods. Luxor temple, ancient Egypt. Know yourself, and you shall become God ancient heron temple let me read that know yourself and you shall become god and what did jesus say my father and i are one right he had integrated and that's another whole thing integrating your shadow doing your shadow work so that you can integrate the parts of your being which is a, a huge part of you know the relationship with yourself which leads me to how how do i get to know myself boom it's called shadow work my friend shadow work. So shadow integration is a process of bringing the hidden parts of the self. Remember how we said they were hiding? Why are you hiding? Because we ate from the tree and we saw that we were naked and now we're ashamed and we're hiding. So anyway, okay, okay. Shadow integration is basically bringing the hidden parts of the self into the consciousness. So shadow is a term coined by Carl Jung to describe the repressed or denied parts of the self, the repressed parts, the parts that you're ashamed of because you sinned and you have to hide from God. Anyway, it's a metaphor for what others have referred to as the unconscious. So you know that we are mind, body, and soul. And Freud would say that we have, you know, ego, the id, superego. You got yourself in the middle. You got your shadow at the bottom, like Satan, you know, the dark side that you hide. Because of the shame and guilt and the whole sinner thing, they seem to hide a part of their shadow. Like they, they hide it. Religious people, like there's all kinds of religious religions where you got to be good and you got to deny your hum basic human nature. You know, like sex is bad, which is completely human, like a, a human, like you have to do it to keep to procreate. So it's built in. So we feel guilt and shame surrounding, you know, premarital sex, which men don't seem to have that. Why don't men have sex guilt? Like women just be so like, oh, my God. I don't know. Anyway. All right, so your your shadow is the unconscious part, the evil side of you, and you're unconscious. Like everyone has some evil in them. And that's why in Isaiah, God said, I'm good and I'm evil. Because humans are good and evil. Isaiah 45, 7, I form the light and create darkness. That's the shadow. I make peace and I create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Why would God say that? Right. I don't know why people think that we are not God because we are good and we are also evil. We have a dark side, the shadow, and we have, do what you want to become 
one with yourself, you want to become fully integrated, you must, you know, accept your dark side, become conscious of your shadow. Carl Jung says it's quite within the bounds of possibility for a man to recognize the relative evil of his nature. But it is a rare and shattering experience for him to gaze into the face of absolute evil. Deep. So with that, I appreciate you guys for listening. And if you have not subscribed yet to the podcast, please do so. So you can be updated when I post new episodes and because I have a lot of cool stuff coming you know what I'm saying I want to get into the shadow work thing and I want to talk about vibration hacks I want to talk about religion and how it relates to narcissism versus empaths so yeah I got a lot of stuff coming I'm super excited about that so with that as always peace and hair grease boo boo yeah I'm driving slow in the fast lane chop a spoon pop a coating I make a